0: It's about the tools we use. It's about the stories we tell. It's about how we change. It's Evolution Baby. All right. And welcome back to Do the Evolution, a podcast about filmmaking, technology, and transformation. I'm your host, Jason Lang, and excited to be back on the mic. It's been a little while, but uh, there is so much going on in the field, in the culture right now. One thing that is alive in my life in so many different ways, which I think reflects what's going on in the culture in a lot of different ways, is the changing nature of hierarchies and the shift from dominator hierarchy to what I might call flex flow or a collective hierarchy. And so what do I mean by that? Well, in terms of consciousness, I've talked about on this podcast before. um, We have the levels of development of consciousness, which can be broadly categorized into first tier and second tier, which. I'll uh, put some links in the show notes for more information about that. But one of the big differences between the first tier and the second tier, and we're at a moment really in cultural history, in the history of the cosmos, where second tier is trying to land. It's trying to emerge in our culture. It's not a guarantee, but it is starting to manifest. And so one of the big differences I wanted to highlight today is that in the first tier, we have kind of dominator hierarchies. And quite simply, what that means is um, one above the other, winning and losing. One person above another person. And this shows up pretty powerfully in the transformational world. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's most probably epitomized in the guru model the model of the all knowing guru, or teacher. And this way of knowing has, you know, served us for hundreds, if not 1000s of years. But it's coming to an end. And one of the most important things I learned from my time learning about integral theory, and the aqual framework was this simple concept of levels and lines of development. So, culturally, we have these levels of consciousness that are all active in our culture at one time. And those, like I said, can be categorized in first and second tier. But within ourselves, we also have what are called lines of development. So, we have those levels, which are kind of those stages of consciousness we go through, but we also have lines meaning specific individual intelligences. Um, You know, we see this more and more in all kinds of different ways that, you know, a person can be really great at one thing, but not necessarily great at another thing. I can be really smart at math, but really terrible at art. I can be incredibly graceful on the dance floor, but have terrible communication skills. I can be a culinary wizard, but be just atrocious at something as simple as cleaning my room. And so why is that important? Well, part of the problem with forced-tier thinking and dominator hierarchies and the guru model was a collapsing. A collapsing of lines of development. And what I mean by that is a person could be exceptionally gifted in one line of development and we would collapse all their other lines into that. So how does this show up and what does this actually mean? Um, well, in one sense, there's a, there's a term in the literature for it called the halo effect, which is, oh, wow, this person's amazing at basketball. They must be amazing at everything in their lives. Mm-hmm. Or very specifically, this spiritual teacher has a very powerful spiritual insight. So that must mean they know a lot about other things. They must be inherently ethical, inherently moral. They must know a lot about relationships and money and career. And so much of the damage we've seen, particularly in spiritual communities, And in cultural at large, is often one that's confused. You know, how can this amazing, or even celebrity, you know, how can this amazing artist who is so clearly gifted and talented with their voice or with their acting blow all their money? How could they be bankrupt? And while a piece of that is simply we're conflating, we're conflating their genius in one area for their genius in another. And the truth is, oftentimes what leads to genius in one area is going to cause us more difficulty in other areas. You know, I grew up playing video games. I'm a computer nerd. Don't have much time for it today. But there was a day and a a time where I really loved playing games. And I played some RPGs, role-playing games. Played one called World of Warcraft that I was genuinely addicted to for six to nine months. But one cool thing about those games, if you've never played them is creating your character and how almost all those games work is as you create your character, there's all kind of different attributes, strength, agility, stealth, charisma, defense. Um, there's There's countless lists in the different types of games. But what happens is when you create your character, you only get so many points. So I have to distribute them through these different lines of development, which we see in these RPGs, right? If I only have 20 points and I wanna have 20 strength, that leaves me zero for agility. That leaves me zero for charisma. And as I move through the video game world, I'm gonna be great at the strength thing, but not so great at those other things. I actually have to make a choice. And the fact that I'm so powerful in my strength line actually means I'm pretty weak in my other lines. And that's a real thing. That's a real thing in our individual development as well. Now, those of us that don't necessarily um, have crazy levels of genius in any line, you know, we're kind of a little maybe more evenly spread. But for those in our culture and in our society that have these extraordinary kind of spikes in certain lines of development will often see that they struggle in er other areas of their lives and actually have to work harder at certain basic things um, than other people. And so in this old model, we're collapsing these lines of development. So, wow, this spiritual teacher is really deep. I sat in meditation with them and I had a really profound insight. Um, That must make them holy. They must know things, right? I can trust them with what they think about politics or what they think about sociology or the economy or relationships when it's actually not true. And so much damage gets caused when we conflate those things. And specifically in this first tier, in this dominator hierarchy, meaning there's, there's someone at top and there's someone at bottom. um, there's a static nature to that in the first tier of consciousness, meaning you're up there, I'm down here. And there's a problem with that because when the lines are collapsed, suddenly someone with great spiritual insight, we statically take a snapshot of them and assume that all their other lines of development are going to be More advanced than our own. And so we get into trouble because in that conflation, we actually grant them authority over pieces of our relationship and ourselves that they don't have authority over. You may very well be sitting with one of the most deep spiritual teachers in the world, but they may be using an AOL email address. Meaning, in a mean kind of way, your technology line of development may be astronomically higher than theirs, so you're probably not going to want to give them authority when it comes to what email client to use, or what they think about computers. But this happens in the first tier, and this is where gurus in particular have caused so much damage, because they were so profoundly gifted and insightful in specific lines of development, people were willing to grant their authority to them across the board. When they really don't have the authority to grant there, and massive damage is often caused. And we're seeing it over and over and over, in spiritual communities and in culture at large. Now, here's where it gets exciting though, and here's where one of the shifts are happening in the second tier that I honestly hope I say me and some of my communities and a lot of you out there listening are actively co-creating right now. And that's a shift into the collective. That's a shift into not collapsing lines of development, but actually prioritizing relational authority on a moment-to-moment basis. And that's a lot of words, but in essence it's an acknowledgement of levels and lines of development and a real-time commitment by both parties to be continually evaluating that. And what I mean by that is it's way more flex flow. And it's way more flex flow in that you and I recognize, even though, um, you know, in essence, we're equal people on the planet, that we actually have different skill levels in different lines of development so that I may probably give you WordPress advice. You might very well give me musical advice. And in that moment, I acknowledge your authority there. I acknowledge you have more depth, wisdom, and training in that line of development. So I cede my authority there to your wisdom. Teach me, show me. Show me what you got. Show me what I can't do. Guide me. But then in the next moment, we leave that music studio and you're asking me about a website or how to make a film and it reverses and suddenly I'm in the authority position. I'm the teacher. I'm the guru. You're granting me authority there. And we're continually evaluating that and flex flowing it in the moment, realizing that yes, some people have more depth in certain things than others. But that depth is not universal across all aspects of their being. And this is one of the great powers of groups in collective consciousness. It's that we can all actually focus on what we do best and then get resourced by others who are also very good at things, but where we're weak. And as a collective we become very powerful because not one, not one person can be great at all things. It's just not possible. But when we team up with each other and we recognize these flex flow hierarchies of authority that, Hey, in this, I take the lead in that you take the lead. And in certain things, neither of us take the lead and we need to find someone else. That I think is really the cutting edge of where we're going. As a species, in recognizing that, and as a people. And I think it's going to be a lot safer as well, because you're not going to get into the traps of the first tier where these hierarchies are static and one person can dominate in areas they have no right to be dominating. Instead, our collective wisdom gets tapped and our collective literally contains more information, more perspectives, more nuance, and it can see more and it can heal more. It's one of the reasons I'm such a huge fan of men's and women's groups, or really any group dedicated to support, feedback, challenge, and authenticity. We can call on others and build ourselves a tribe of others who can look out for us, call us on our bullshit in areas we're not great at, support us in those areas, and allow us to support them as well. And it makes for a really beautiful, dynamic type of relationships, meaning we all actually have to be present and with each other and acknowledging on these moment to moment bases of you know where is the depth who holds more space who holds more perspective who holds more wisdom in this moment around this thing and instead of it having to be i'm always right and you're always wrong there's much more nuance in terms of you're right here i'm right here you're wrong here i'm wrong here but we can start to look out for each other in those very areas. So I think think we're on the cusp of seeing this really kind of break out in culture and in hopefully soon politics and absolutely in the leading edge of spirituality and transformation. And the truth is, it's actually quite liberating, because you suddenly realize, I don't have to be great at everything, and I can get help in the areas where I'm not. And the more people I can get involved in my collective, and the more fluid this hierarchy gets, the more stable the whole system becomes. So that's just a quick episode something on my mind Um, love to hear feedback of how this might be showing up in your life and tune in next time special shout out and thanks to screaming witness for the amazing intro and outro song check them out